0: Hello and welcome back to the CDI podcast. I'm Shelby Fiegel, Director of the Center for Community and Economic Development at the University of Central Arkansas and I'll be your host for this wonderful episode. Today we're joined by two amazing guests, some of my favorite people in the world from the Arkansas Community Development Society, also known as ACDS. Uh, Patty Methvin is going to be on the podcast and she is the workforce administrator for the Northwest Arkansas Economic Development District and is currently serving as president of ACDS. Whitney Horton is also with us, and she serves as the Strategic Partnerships Manager for the Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center, and she serves as Vice President of Programs for ACDS. Uh, Whitney, I have to say, is also the first returner on the CDI Podcast, so you get that special distinction, Whitney, um, and we're just so glad to have you both on today. Thanks
1: for having us.
2: Yes, thank you, I'm happy to be here again.
0: Oh, yeah. And we have uh, a few questions. We're going to really dive deep into ACDS today and talk about the Arkansas Community Development Society. So the natural way to start off that conversation is, of course, what is ACDS and how do people across the state become involved? And Patty, I'm going to let you answer that first.
1: Okay. Well, the formal answer is about who we are is that we're a nonprofit professional organization his purpose is to advance community development and the community development profession in Arkansas. So basically what we do is we try to connect people who work in community development all over Arkansas, and they may not have the title of community development, developer. They may be working in education, healthcare, government, utilities, all kinds of citizen groups, volunteers, all that, all kinds of backgrounds that people come to the, us through. And so it's a way to connect all those people who are trying to do their best for their communities and to grow their communities in a positive way to share ideas on best practices, maybe worst practices, like don't do it this way. Uh, sometimes those are the most valuable, I- uh, ideas that we get when we all get together. So that's basically what we do. And, um, and how you become involved? The, the, The easiest way would be to attend our conference every year. We put on a conference every year and we'll talk in detail about this year's conference. But also there's always opportunities to serve on our board. I have found um, that by being on the board, I have made more connections with more people throughout the state. Um, I've learned about resources that are out there while we're, we're creating these conferences. Somebody on our board will know of a resource that would be helpful. And I'm thinking very selfishly, oh, I need to get them to my community. So it's been a a benefit to me to be on the board um, professionally as well as personally because you just get to know some really, really cool people like you and Whitney.
0: Thanks, Patty. And I should have mentioned at the beginning that I also serve as an ACDS board member and have for several years um, in many different roles, um, mostly on the communication side of things, um, but now serve as ex officio. So I'll make that plug also um, and just reiterate what Patty said about being involved on the board is so important and um, such a great way to engage with people. So Whitney, do you have anything else you want to add to, I think Patty wrapped it up in a nice tight bow pretty, pretty well, but do you have anything you want to share?
2: Yeah. You know, um, I I really do think Patty kind of covered basically everything. Um, You know, I always tell people myself that um, you also don't have to be in any sort of community development role as a profession. You know, if um, we encourage even having people join us that are just, leaders in their community, or just simply want to see their communities um, grow and be better and find their unique vibe. Um, And so even if you don't think of yourself as a, quote, professional for this, um, you know, everybody in our communities matter, and um, leaders can really be found anywhere.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, that you don't have to have that your name with that comma of community and economic developer anyone can uh, be a community leader if they're positively impacting their community or want to positively impact their community um so the other thing that i want to talk about is um, going a little bit deeper into opportunities and benefits of acds um so For this, I really want to focus on, you know, what um, are some lessons maybe each of you have learned through your experience with ACDS? I think that's the best way to showcase to other professionals the benefits you receive. And I know Patty already talked about um, the network that we have through ACDS and the conference and what we learn. So maybe just each of you share one thing that you have learned through your experience with ACDS that you've kind of taken with you.
1: I'll start if that's okay. Um, When I started at the chamber in Harrison, uh, I was brand new to community and economic development. I mean, knew nothing except I had a passion for my community. So the first thing they told me was to attend CDI, which I did and graduated from. And then it was what's next. Um, And so for me, the, the conferences became that what's next. So every year I could go to those conferences and, again find that niche um, of some there was always something at the conference that i could take back to my community and use um, and i think the the benefit one of the main things that acds does and does well is we provide a right a wide array of um breakout sessions or whatever that is for varying sizes of communities so for me it was very refreshing to be able to go and find something that fit my small town. Um, It's nice to hear from the bigger cities that have the larger budgets and they all need to work together (laughs) and learn from each other. But I need to hear how I can do things on a dime. So we started an entrepreneurship program from something that we learned at conference, but we did it on a $5,000 budget, you know, um, Real simple in a way that we could, we in Harrison Arkansas could do that and could afford it and be successful at it. So I think that was one of the main things for me personally um, that benefited, you know, for me and, and helped me in my profession.
0: I'm so glad you gave that example, Patty, uh, because that's concrete, you know, taking those ideas that you learn from others and learn from your network and ACDS and taking it and applying it to your community and and creating success. Uh, Whitney, do you have anything you want to share as far as maybe a lesson learned or your favorite part of being a, um, a member of ACDS or a board member? What
2: do you think? I think probably the biggest benefit for me when I was, um, really just getting involved with ACDS even though I've known about the organization for more years than I care to share um, is really that I didn't know what I didn't know Um, and you know in my professional you know outside of ACDS career I, I feel like I'm in a little bit of a silo you know it's all entrepreneurship small business I mean that is that's where my heart is and where that focuses, but every time I would attend conference or would just get to chat with people um, over lunch at conference, it was it was like I was I was learning so much more about all of community development as a whole and the different pieces that go into it and how all of these different offices work together and oh if someone randomly came up to me and said I have a question about this I now know people that. Um, or offices that I could send them to. And it just, it just kind of makes me feel a more, um, not just more well-rounded, um, you know, professional, but really just as a more well-rounded community member. Um, and that I have the opportunity to be a knowledge base and be able to take that back to whichever community, um, you know, maybe mine at the time. And uh, one other little small thing I would add to, um, just as a benefit of conference for anyone looking to kind of get involved is, um, we, we always try to give out awards each year, um, and getting to, um, it's amazing to get to hear all of the good work that people are doing in our communities across the state. We know it's happening, but sometimes, you know, news from Northeast Arkansas doesn't make it all the way down to Southwest Arkansas. And so when we all come together, uh, we get to we get to hear about these programs and these ideas, and and those are other concrete things people can take back to their communities and say, "Hey, that was a fantastic thing that they did. We should totally do that too."
0: Whitney, I think that's a fantastic um, advice for communities, and it makes me think about something that uh, John Chadwell always says is. R&D doesn't technically stand for research and development. It stands for rip off and duplicate and in community and economic development. um, I think ripping off and duplicating is the number one most effective way to create change in your community is learning from others, Taking that information and adapting it into your particular situation. And I'm also glad, Whitney, that you kind of tied the conversation into my next question. So you've already mentioned the conference uh, by talking about the awards that we present there. But, um, and Patty's already said, we put on the ACDS conference every year. It's annual annual. And this year is very special and very different because there's something uh, called a pandemic that, you know, is affecting everything and affecting the way that we have to convene. So uh, the ACDS annual conference this year is going to be virtual. So can you tell our audience, Whitney, what they can expect from this year's conference?
2: Um, absolutely. And, um, yes, obviously we are going virtual because it seems like we live in a virtual world right now. Um, but, um, this year we're, we, you know, when we came together, we just started, the only thing that kept coming to my mind is just how 2020 has just been a hundred percent flipped upside down. You know, back in January and February, we all had big plans for 2020, you know, it's the clear vision year, um, and then everything kind of flipped. And so um, really, we're, you know, our tagline this year is that we're just, we're not in person anymore. And, um, you know, I think there, um, I, I try to stay as a positive person, even through the pandemic, which sometimes can be difficult. But, um, I, you know, this year, we're, we're going to have the opportunity to really reach more and more community development um, professionals because people can just log in and and hear um, things and not have to worry about travel budgets or um, taking time off work or you know spending the night or whatnot so hopefully um, it will be a positive um, experience for everyone but um, for conference we're really going to look at um, a lot of the lessons that we have learned through 2020 um, looking at how things have just been completely flipped again. and um, But also trying to look at that is how are things maybe, you know, what's that next normal? A lot of people use that phrase new normal. And um, I really prefer next normal because I, it just sounds a little bit more like, okay, we're not, there's some things that we have, taught ourselves and people have done throughout this pandemic that I don't think they're going to go back and change how they were doing it before. Um, There's actually been some very efficient things that have come out of it. And so um, really for the day, um, we're kicking off the the morning with a keynote um, all about um, how to communicate more effectively um, in a a positive manner. Um, And this is kind of twofold that, you know, communication, not just how do you communicate effectively? But also, how do you communicate in a way that does not cause panic for your community members? Um, also, looking at which communication style is best for your community. You know, some communities you can do everything on social media or a website, and everyone will get all of that. Some communities you need to put it on a flyer and take it down to the bank so that people can see it. Or Send it out on you know the the little um, I forget what they're called the like the letter boards that have the arrows and whatnot. Um, So I think communication is something that ties all of the different topic areas together. Um, Then we're going to roll into um, a discussion about how education has just um, completely, completely changed um, in the last couple of months. You know what are some of those um, lessons that we've learned? Um, I. I'm sure there will be a brief discussion about, you know, how certain communities were able to to flip their education system very easily because they don't have, they, I mean, they have great broadband. Um, but, you know, some of our other communities, that was really, really difficult um, for them. And so, you know, again, at conference, we don't, we don't tippy toe around certain topic areas, we wanna talk about the hard things because you're gonna have to go back to the communities and have those hard conversations. Um, And we want our leaders to be able to communicate that effectively. Um, And then the last part of the day is also gonna really be talking about um, our small businesses and our community and how um, there were things that they had never done before to provide their products or services but um, were absolutely forced and flipped on their head to, um, to be able to do so that they could stay in business and also maybe how some of those businesses kind of came together even if they were competitors um, and hoping to have um, a real life uh, business owner join us to really talk about um, her story and um, how she ended up having a more successful season um, through a pandemic than she had ever had before. So. Um, also in the middle of the day, we're going to be doing kind of, I guess, a virtual brown bag, bring your lunch and come sit with us. And we can all watch each other eat lunch. But we're, um, again, taking those award nominations for what were those bright spots, um, in our community? What were those things we saw people doing that, um, that just really made you smile and made, and made you know that, okay, everything might be all all right. So.
0: Wendy, thanks for. Oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, I think that's, that's probably enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, thank you so much for walking us through that agenda. And um, I'm really glad that you shared kind of the details of what people are going to be provided through each of those sessions um, so they can get a clear idea of uh, what they're going to learn through the conference.
1: And I just want to brag on our program committee, our conference committee, and especially Whitney, done such a great job this is her second year to put on our conference and we're just very proud of having her on our team and we're so proud of our committee for putting all this together it's a lot of work and they do an amazing job
0: I agree Patty. the program committee has done a fantastic job setting up the conference this year and also we still have to talk about so when is the conference and how do people get connected
2: Um, It is going to be October 15th, and um, we are finalizing up our virtual links um, for the Zoom platform. And so if any of that sounds um, intriguing to you, or you just wanna um, jump in and see what we're all about, um, you'll be able to find each of the, the links on our website and also through our social media pages. Um, probably within the next week and um, with that hopefully you will also um, get to see some some more detail about each of the sessions and um, also I just always have to say for everyone working you know we um, we hope that you can join us all day at all of the sessions but you know we, we are also realistic people and we know people have to work too so we're gonna record things and um, you know be able to have you come back and, and check in with us.
0: Yeah. And I want to give a, um, some clarification that the, if you want to learn more about ACDS or the conference, um, the website is arcds.org and then you can find, uh, probably the most up-to-date, uh, connectable information. Like when he said on their Facebook page and you can just search Arkansas community development society and find that Facebook page really easily. Um, So now we're going to transition into the last portion of our interview. And since this is the Community Development Institute podcast, the CDI podcast, we always try to relate things back to CDI. And you are both CDI graduates, which is super exciting. Love. And uh, Patty already talked a little bit about her CDI experience and how CDI connected her to ACDS. But um, do either of you have um, anything else you'd like to share as far as the connection between ACDS and CDI and why you would encourage our CDI participants and graduates to become a part of ACDS?
2: Um, well, and I may have said this, on the previous podcast, but one shout out to class of 2016. Um, just have to throw that out there real quick. But, um, you know, I, I know I've said it before, but if I could go back through CDI again, I 100% would, I totally would go back to year one and listen to all of the sessions and just, and do all of it again. But, um, My favorite um, thing about how it connects is you go through the CDI experience and by the end of year three, or if you've participated in the advanced year, you know, you have really kind of created a family within your class. Um, And it gets kind of sad after graduation because it's not like you're gonna be getting back together next August. And so um, with ACDS, now you can all get back together in October every year. And it's a little bit cooler um, with the weather, and um, you know. But you just you get to you get to see those people again. Um, you get to connect with other people that have gone through the CDI experience. Um, it's also a fantastic opportunity that if you know someone else within your community or within your workplace that you think, hey, CDI would be great for you, come to the ACDS conference with us and get to meet. Everybody that's also gone through CDI um, and you'll get to you just get to get a feel for the people that you're going to be working with um, throughout that profession or in different communities. And it it's just really um, a great way to to grow more participation in that.
1: I'd say, too, I I really appreciate the partnership we have between CDI and ACDS. Um, We are given the opportunity to talk about ACDS, you know, during CDI. And that's what connected me. Um, I heard the presentation and and it made me aware of the things that ACDS does. And I kind of think somebody from CDI um, on the board, you know, met me probably and said, oh, why don't we see if she wants to be on the board kind of thing. I, I figure that's kind of where they, they found me. Um, but also, you know, we give scholarships to CDI because we understand the importance of, of being CDI, going through CDI and being a CDI graduate. And we, we use, in a good way, a lot of CDI graduates as speakers and um, help for our conference. So it gives us those connections to to be able to have, um, to bring people in. And we learn from CDI every year, um, and get to kind of show up every once in a while and see bits and pieces of it. And um, so that's a huge benefit so just know that there are some scholarships out there through ACDS and then um, I wanted to also say uh, how exciting it is to get to do the awards I'm going to transition a little bit but the awards that we get to do because like Whitney said there have been lots of times that we've listened to a project and gone back home and said oh we can do this you know we ought to be able to do that Uh, once again you have that contact person that you can holler at and say heard you at ACDS and you know how did you do that and learn from those so I think that's that's a big piece of ACDS part of what we do is for projects but it's also people individuals who've given a lifetime of um, volunteerism to community development etc. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Whitney's mom and several others who are longtime. Um, members of ACDS and, and our mentors and our, uh, you know, they just helped grow this organization and we wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the people like Manisa West and etc. So she, you know, how you have preacher's kids, I guess we've got the ACDS kid in Whitney. <laughs>
2: yeah. Is that a good thing? <laughs> it's always a good thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's amazing. And again, we have those mentors, those people that saw the vision, Years ago and created this and we've just been able to continue on that tradition and we're so thankful for that.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree, Patty and Whitney. Um, I see CDI as definitely a pipeline for ACDS members, um, or even, as Whitney said, uh, somebody connecting to ACDS who might not be familiar with the field of community economic development, and then they get connected to CDI and then kind of come full circle back around. Uh, But they are definitely very intertwined. And um, even if you aren't a participant at CDI, you know, ACDS is a great place to make those connections in the field of community economic development. And to wrap up officially, I do want to say thank you both so much for taking time out of your busy schedules. Before we started recording, we were talking about how we feel overwhelmed all the time, even though we're virtual, just with all the work that we're having to do. And Um, changes we're having to accommodate because of COVID-19 so I know that you're both very busy and thank you so much for joining me today to have this conversation and once again if you're interested in the virtual conference this year definitely connect to Patty and Whitney check out the ACDS website Uh, check them out on Facebook and Twitter Um, and once again thank you so much for being on today.
2: Thanks for having us. Well thank you and we're never too busy for CDI
0: well, that's good to hear i definitely i'm definitely glad to hear that and this is a good way to wrap up our day too or i or I'm recording this interview at the end of the day on a friday so heading into the weekend is very exciting um to wrap up on upcoming episodes the cdi podcast will feature cdi graduates and participants community partners and community and economic development experts from across arkansas and the mid-south we hope you join us next week on the cdi podcast